Hi, my name is Keegan Lamar. I'm a certified professional coach with the International Coaching Federation and am certified as a specialist in core energy performance dynamics. I work with people who are wanting to understand what peak performance looks like and how they can become unstoppable. Hi, everybody, and welcome to episode 86 of the Unstoppable Mindset Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Keegan Lamar, and today is going to be a little bit shorter of an episode today, but it's very focused. So it's all about changing your approach. Have you ever been in a position where you think to yourself, there are certain things that I'm doing or certain things that I'm engaged with or habits that you just need to cut out of your life? It doesn't matter what they are. Um... But there's just something that's nagging at you and and you tell yourself, you know what, I just need to stop doing this or I need to, um, you know, stop, stop doing this, stop doing that, cut that, cut this out, cut that out. And it may not not even be you. It could be something that you're hearing from other people or the world around you is telling you to change certain things or pin certain things as the big problem in the room. Um, I mean, we hear it all the time. It's every other infomercial or every other thing that we see really an advertisement on, um, It's trying to point something out in our lives that's a big problem. And the problem is never us. So how how does this roll into the episode today? Well, in making it really simple, it's about understanding how your approach to whatever it is, is actually what needs to be changed. It's not that you need to change the thing no matter what it is, like you don't have to change that. It just means that you may need to change the way that you're approaching it. Because when you change your approach and you change your input to a certain thing, you're ultimately changing the output. I mean, we say this all the time, but then we don't actually go and do it. And we see this all the time in business, um, sports and life. I mean, it could be your relationship with somebody. You approach a certain conversation with, with, with somebody, um, the same way, or you fall into these habits and, you know, things aren't going well. And you say, well, you know what? The relationship's just not going in the right direction. It has nothing to do with the relationship actually being bad. The person you're with could be an incredible individual. It's just the way that you're approaching it or it could be business. Maybe it's not that you need to get out of creating a certain service or, or, or product or whatever it might be. It just could be that you may be approaching it in the wrong way and you may need to change your approach in order to get a different um, need fulfilled that suddenly takes your business to the next level. Or when it comes to sports, maybe you're doing exactly what your coach tells you. And so you're putting in everything that they're telling you to put in. You're getting out something that's just not quite clicking for you. And maybe you need to change the way that you approach the game differently. And all of a sudden, things just click and you become an all-star. There are so many different things that people commonly say that they need to stop or they need to change. Here's a few of them. Um, eating is a big one. A lot of people say they need to stop the way that they're eating or, um, you know, cut certain things out. And it's, it's all these things like, you know, all these things are negative and bad. Um, social media is another great one. Oh, I spend too much time on there. It's a time suck. It's a black hole. It's, it's not good for me. I can't believe I'm doing this. Can't believe I'm doing that. Um, there's nothing good on there. 
Um, could be, like I said, the conversations you're having with any individual. Maybe it's a teammate. Maybe it's someone who you work with. Um, maybe it is your significant other. Uh, then there's physical activity. Maybe you're telling yourself you need to um, stop doing certain things from a physical standpoint because they're not helping you out or, um, you know, you, you need to, like, you're not doing enough. You're not being enough. You're, you know, there's so many things that you start judging yourself with. Um, another good one is video games. Everybody thinks, you know, there's a, there's an entire generation who says that, you know, phones and video games, they're all, you know, they're, they're these terrible things that put people in an awful position, Um, you know, for some people it's art, you know, they sit there and and no matter what it could be, it could be physical art. It could be digital art. It could be all these different types of, um, things that, that create an artistic expression where there's so many people who say, you know what, you shouldn't be doing that, or that's not going to go anywhere, or they don't believe in it. Um, or even yourself, you're saying, you know what, I'm, I know I should be doing this, but it's just not working. I'm just going to, I'm going to quit. I'm going to give it up. I need to cut it out of my life. Um, even other things like taking a break. There are people who say, oh, I procrastinate too much. I, I'm lazy. I'm disconnected. I need to stop, you know, being lazy. I need to stop taking a break. I need to, um, do more of this. I need to do more of that. And, or maybe it's, you know, oh, I'm just not a morning person. I need to stop trying to convince myself I do things in the morning. Or maybe that you're not a nighttime person and you need to stop putting things off until the nighttime. Or maybe even television. Um, Once again, another thing that gets blamed for being a time suck. Or some people say, I need to stop sending emails or responding to emails or being sucked into emails. And there's so many other things. That was a very, very short list of all these different things that a lot of people are engaging with that they start to tell themselves they need to completely change or just eliminate from their life because it's not serving them. Now, I'm here to tell you, you don't have to cut those things out. You may just need to actually dive into it more. See, it's not about removal it's about simply changing the way that you per- that you perceive it, that you are approaching it, that you're believing in it. So rather than saying that you're a bad eater and you need to cut out junk food and all this other stuff um, and that you have a bad diet and you have to you have to stop everything that you're doing, you have to go on a crash diet and you need someone to come in and do all this major work and other stuff like that. Here's the thing. You need to just simply change the way that you engage with it, which that could look like just giving it more time. So rather than the convenience side of eating, maybe you need to double the amount of time that you eat, that you give yourself to have every meal, right? So there are certain people who say that, you know, food is just fuel, stuff like that. But they think of that and they think, quick. You know, food is just fuel, so I should just have it ready, just eat it really quickly. But they don't realize that in order to get to that point, you have to put more effort and energy and time into what you eat. So by just simply changing the approach that you have to food rather than it needs to be ready and done right now to, I need to give myself 30 to 45 minutes 
where I can really engage with food. What you'll start to do is you'll start to say, well, that means I should probably cook it. Now, this obviously is a little bit more of a of an approach that a lot of people would say, well, you know, it's great if you work remote and you have that time and, oh, but I don't have that time. Trust me, you do. If you're in a position where you're starting to tell yourself, I just don't have time to eat. I'm sorry, but you do. People who tell themselves that they are busy are lying. That's an easy way of putting it. Being busy just means you are in a position where you don't control your schedule and you don't control your calendar. You just simply need to make time. You have that power and you have that capability in order to flex it, but you just haven't. Now, that's obviously an entirely different episode. There's an episode, I think, released. It might have been episode 80 or 81, something like that. Um called who's controlling your schedule go listen to that because you have way more control over your time than you think you do so anyways back to now that that's out of the way and we've prefaced this a little bit more so let's get back to the eating side of it right so if you give yourself more time more energy that you can invest in it and therefore you bring more effort to the table with it you're probably going to cook yourself food or prep your food and you're going to learn more about food and you are going to engage in a more healthy way with food and therefore your eating will naturally just become better if you move from fast food just going through a drive through giving yourself five minutes you know having as little of effort little of energy little of time that you can with food then you're not going to be eating well But if you give yourself an appropriate, realistic amount of time, energy, and effort, then you will naturally be eating better. Simply because anything that you are preparing by hand is going to be healthier than a fast food option. So I say that simply because you don't have to beat yourself up about eating. You simply need to lean into it more. Your approach just needs to change a little bit. The way that you're thinking about the topic of food needs to change. Rather than, I need to cut all these things out of my life, it's, what can I add to it? I can add more time, I can add more effort, I can add more energy to it, and therefore I can get a different result that usually comes from a place of having more time, energy, and effort in something, which means you just get an overall better experience. So that's one way that you could change your approach in terms of a general topic. Now, the key to all of this is that you have to make sure every single thing that you are doing has some type of purpose. So, for example, let's go back to eating. If you're just making food for the sake of saying, you know what, I have to make all my food and you don't have a real end goal in sight then you're going to get sick of it. But if you get to a place where you say, I want to be able to make healthy and convenient food and learn how to be resourceful in the kitchen with minimal ingredients, then you give yourself a goal that you get to work towards and you get to actually create this masterful 
goal to your approach with everything that you're doing when it comes to the kitchen because you're trying to limit the amount of ingredients that you have. You're trying to make healthy food. You're trying to make convenient food, which means food that can be readily available after it is made. Um, and you're not having to sit there and spend a ton of money. I mean, I'll tell you this much there. You could make amazing food on 50 bucks a week from a grocery store, but you could also spend $50 a week solely on lunch from fast food. If you go to most places, because you're going to be spending eight to 10 bucks in average somewhere that you go. And that's not including, you know, places that are more fast casual that are like not straight drive throughs um, you know, fast casual places have a tendency to be even more so than that. So when you actually put that stuff in play, when you have those goals, then you can start ultimately creating discipline and discipline is the key in almost everything that you're going to be doing in life, whether you want to get high performance in something or you want to, um, you know, reach your maximum potential or you want to eliminate distractions it doesn't matter what it is. Having discipline simply unlocks this side of yourself that you naturally are probably going to be limiting yourself to be able to tap into if you don't have discipline. Because when you don't have discipline, you're wasting energy and time on things that don't matter. When you have discipline, it is taking your efforts and completely focusing them in on a specific goal and moving you in a direction that's going to help you so much more. So here's the takeaway. When you are nonchalant with a certain activity, you have a tendency to hate it. When you're nonchalant with social media, you start to say, well, everybody on there is so opinionated and why would I ever do something on there? And, you know, it's not going to serve me to build my business on there or this, this, and this. Because you're nonchalant about it. You don't have a goal in place and therefore you don't have disciplines that support you in getting that, getting those results. And therefore you're not putting time, energy, and effort towards it that needs to be put towards it. And then you create an expectation for how it should happen based off of other people's results, but you're not getting them. And so you get upset with it. So it's a, it's a cycle. But when you put into place the belief that you need to have a goal around something that you do, it'll change the way you approach it. And it'll change the way that you experience it and you engage with it. And it'll change the ultimate goals that you're able to hit and the disciplines that you know you should have in place to help you hit those things. And you'll overall just have a better experience with the whole thing. So create discipline with a clear purpose with all of your activities. Now, there are some things that if you're doing them and you tell yourself, I don't have a goal with this, this isn't helping me. Well, I'd still push you and I'd say, you're doing it for a reason. What is that reason? Some people might say, well, I don't have a goal when it comes to playing a video game. This is a great example. Okay, why do you do it then? Well, I just do it because it helps me relax. Okay. Do you do anything else throughout the day that is strictly driven to help you relax and detach? No, not really. That's why I play a video game. Okay, would you say you have maybe a goal then? When it comes to when you're engaging with this, like an end desired result that you're hoping to achieve, 
then the person might say, well, I guess I do. Like my goal is to play a video game and at the end of, you know, playing the video game where I stop playing when I feel like I've been able to just detach and do nothing for a while. Um, okay, cool. Let's stop there. Let's, let's dive into some of those details a little bit more. How do you know that you feel like you've detached and you've relaxed? Is it a time bound thing? Is it a feeling? Is it an experience? Um, what is it? So you start going through it and then someone can say, okay, like I can actually create a goal around this. The goal being, this is the end state that I want to achieve. And therefore these are the disciplines that I can put into place to make sure that I'm consistently hitting that goal more often than not. And if I'm not hitting it, then I have clear things that I can benchmark my, my activity against to see if there was something that might've been distracting me or pulling me away from it. And next thing you know, you start getting pretty serious into video games simply because they put you in a position to do better in everything else that you do because they help you relax and decompress. See, within a minute, a minute and a half, we just turn video games into this mindless activity into something that actually allows you to perform at your highest level by putting you in a position where you feel relaxed, detached, and and ready for what comes next. So, Take that time to create disciplines and a clear purpose with everything that you're being active with. So think about something that you're doing right now. What activities do you not like in your life that you're engaged with? Is it social media? Is it a certain friend or a group of friends that you go out and and do stuff with? Is it video games? Is it television? Is it something you feel like is making you lazy? Is it the lack of doing something? Just think about it for a second. I want to give you space to be able to come up with something that really seems like it's at the top of your mind that you're starting to tell yourself, you know what? I need to cut this out of my life. It's just not helping me. I hope you have something. Now, obviously, if you don't, you feel free to pause and you can come back. Now, think about why you do that. What is something that you ultimately get from it that keeps you coming back? This I like to call the golf analogy for the weekend warrior because most people who are not pro golfers have a tendency to not shoot an amazing score every single weekend that they go out and play golf, but they keep coming back to it because there's something in there that draws them to keep playing. Now I know everybody around them is just like, well, you keep losing golf balls. You know, you go out there and you're not shooting great shots. You know, why do you, and, and, and you get frustrated on certain holes and you know, you yell at the golf ball, you yell at the club, you do all these other things. What makes you keep coming back to it? Now, there are certain people who can sit there and they can say, this is exactly why I keep doing it. And then there's going to be people who say, I have no idea. Now, if you honestly have no idea why you keep doing something and all it does is frustrate you, then that might be a clear indicator that maybe it is something that you need to actually choose to say, this is not serving me. But there are other things that are serving me that might be worth giving more time, energy, and effort towards. 
And therefore, you can free some of that up to give to something that actually is serving you in one way or another. But if you're doing something that is simply not serving you, it's okay to take a break from it. Because taking a break from it might actually tell you exactly how it did serve you. So don't cut it out, but instead suspend it and see what comes up as missing from your life. And that will be exactly why you were engaged with it in the first place. It was filling a void. So once you know the void that is being filled, think about the way you're currently approaching it. How are you approaching it? What are the results that you're getting? And now how could you change the way that you approach it? How could you create a goal around it? A goal that allows you to maximize how fulfilled that void that that activity is filling is able to produce. How do you maximize those results? Create a goal around it. First things first, just say, you know, keep it simple. If going and playing golf is just a way for you to communicate with others and from that, when you communicate with others, you become more creative or maybe it allows you to create opportunities for yourself or maybe it allows you to do better in other things. Let's just stick with communication. It allows you to be creative in your communication with other people. Have that as your goal. When you go and you play golf, your goal is to have meaningful conversation with other people. So that means you may start thinking about how you would approach your next round of golf a little bit differently rather than just going out and trying to shoot a great score and whatever happens, happens. But instead, go out there and actually build the entire day around having meaningful, deep, creative conversations with other people. Now, here's why it's important is because you're focusing on something that you can control and that is actually serving you. And you'd be surprised that your score would probably reflect that you are removing the distraction of giving a crap about your score. Because if you're not a pro golfer, keeping track of your score is probably not serving you. Or it's not something that's going to push you further on in life. So focus on the things that do serve you. And then the other things that are around that activity, you will simply get better at. And it all comes from being in a position where you're not putting undue stress on yourself on things that don't matter to you. When you give, <laughs> I mean, there's a, there's a great book called The Subtle Art of Not Giving an F. And... I don't want to mark this episode as explicit, so I'm just going to use F, but most other episodes I would drop the F-bomb so I can share this one, this episode with my mom. Um, that book is amazing because it's, it's two, it's two sided. It's about one understanding that you just, you can't give a crap about certain things, but then you also have to choose what you passionately do give a crap about. And when you find exactly what you care a lot about, you have to really hone in on it 
because it serves you and maximizes your ability to get results and everything else you just can't care about because it's not going to serve you. It's going to distract you and it's going to do all these other different things that you just don't want to have happen, happen. So now that you've been able to change that approach and think about it a little bit differently, I'm curious if there are going to be some activities that people go out and they say, I mean, really, I'd love for you to share your story. I'd like for you to be able to reach out to me and say, hey, I originally hated doing this, but then I realized I was doing it because of this. And then I started focusing on this result that I was getting from it and how to maximize it. And then tell me what happened. I mean, if things went to hell, tell me. But if things started going much better, I would love to hear and I would love to also be able to share that story. The reason I ask this is because I firmly believe that there's no reason for all of us to think that everything is bad or that there's supposed to be um, things that are the enemy or things that are just naturally not good for us to engage with or do anything with. I think it's just the way that we approach stuff that has a tendency to serve us or not serve us because two people can engage in the exact same activity and be fulfilled in two completely different ways. It's just their approach that's different because they're two different people. So the way you approach something immediately affects what you get out of it. And what you focus on allows you to understand if it's, you know, the results you're getting are the things that are actually serving you or not. So don't sit around and listen to you know, everybody telling you exactly what you should believe in or how you should approach stuff. Make that call for yourself. You have that power. I want you to flex it. That's part of the whole purpose of the Unstoppable Mindset podcast is allowing people to feel like they are in the position where they have the control. So this is one of the most important ways in which you can do it, which is understanding and controlling the way you approach everything. Because when you change your approach, you get different results. And it's only when you understand exactly what results you want to get when you can it allows you it frees you and it unlocks this ability within you to approach something in a way that is healthier to you and you get better results because of it so don't downplay that i would love to hear if you have comments questions i mean heck even concerns about anything that i've covered today Um, I love you guys as always. I hope your all summer is going amazing. We're getting ready to go into August and I, this was, and I'll say this tonight's episode, I had no idea I was going to talk about it. I, I didn't, I was getting ready. I was sitting down and I was like, you know what? I have no clue what I want to talk about. And when I sat down, I said, you know what? I need to approach recording this podcast episode. I need to approach it differently. It, it doesn't need to be about some predetermined thing that I have, you know, written out or whatever. Sometimes I just, it doesn't serve me to do that. Sometimes it serves me to talk about the things that I'm challenged with right then and there, which is, you know, when I approach something and, and I think about it one way, um, 
It may not feel like something I really want to do, but then I change the approach that I have and the mindset I have about it. And next thing you know, I go from believing that this would be a 10 minute episode because I had like three bullet points to almost a 30 minute episode. So it completely changed everything for me. So I really, this episode just happened live for me in terms of the concept and the execution and the results that I got from it. I feel good about this. This is something that I feel passionate about now and I can, and I can go and I can share with a bunch of other people in a multitude of ways, whether it's podcast or social media or any of these other platforms, I can take something that I feel passionate about and share all because I changed the way that I thought about approaching recording something because originally I was like, you know what? I'll just skip it. No need to have something come out this next week. And I started to, I recognized that I was making excuses for myself and I realized it was all from the approach that I was taking. So if you're dealing with any of this stuff and you want to understand how you can approach it differently to get better results, reach out to me. You can always find me at Keegan, K-E-E-G-A-N at lamarcoaching.com. I'm excited to hear some feedback from you guys. And as always, I love you all. I love, you know, being able to do what I do. It doesn't matter who listens to this um, or how the, how you all listen to this. If this makes an impact on you, I would love if you subscribe to the podcast, if you leave a review, or if you share it with somebody. If you know someone who would benefit from this, send them a listen. But with that said, until next time, keep being unstoppable in your pursuit of success.